Hi, sweet friend. I'm so glad that you are here. Welcome to the Crowned and Chosen podcast. It is my hope that wherever you are and whatever you are going through, that you leave this place feeling blessed and hopeful. Jesus wants you to have that deep connection with him and connection to other believers too. Grab yourself a coffee or tea and sit with me for a bit that so together we can transform this ordinary girl talk to change the kingdom and transform our lives together. Let's get into it. Hi there, friend. I'm so glad that you are here. Happy New Year and welcome back to another episode of the Crowned and Chosen podcast. I know it has been a little bit since I've posted. The Lord has been working in my spirit the last half of this year, and I am just so thankful for some time of reflection and some time of really digging into the Word and figuring out what I'm supposed to do with my life and my ministry, and I'm just so thankful that you all have stuck around for that and that we are here together again reconvening for another season of the Crowned and Chosen podcast. So as I was praying over this episode and kind of deciding what direction I wanted to go to, I just kind of thought what would be a good way to bring in the new year, and I thought that the best option for us would be to just get right into the Word and really start diving into some awesome scripture verses. So to start off this year, I wanted to share with you guys one of my favorite passages in scripture, and that is in Romans 8. I love the book of Romans. I feel like there's so much depth in the book, and there's so much that we can learn through what Paul is writing, which I think is wonderful. He's one of my favorite authors in the entire Bible. So I thought that we should just jump right in there and we're going to start in Romans chapter 8. And I think over the next few weeks we're going to dive into Romans 8 and kind of do different sections. But for today we are going to start in Romans 8 and read verses 1 through 16. So I will give you guys a second to flip there and I'm going to go ahead and open us up in prayer. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time that we get to spend in your word. We thank you for the many gifts that you gave us in 2022. We pray, God, that you would give us an abundant new year and that we would grow closer to you this year through your word and through our life. I pray, Jesus, that you would touch every single soul that is listening to this episode and that your heart for them would grow and that their heart for you would grow even larger. I pray, Father, that you would just touch our lives and help us to use this time to really open up our minds to what you are leading us to. And Father, we just thank you for this day and we thank you for this time that we get to spend with you and with each other. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, so by now you should be at Romans 8. And just like usual, I'm going to pick up the scripture and read it, and then we will go through and just kind of dissect it a little bit and start some conversations and just kind of discuss where the Lord is leading your heart. And I pray that through this time that you would take it as a reflection, that you would really let it sink in and see how it can apply to your life. Because I think that's the most beautiful thing about scripture is that we can use it differently for different parts of our lives. And each of us may take something out of it that's different. So I hope that through this time that you would see that and that you would feel the grace of God in this study today. 
So starting in Romans chapter 8, I'm going to start with verse 1. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit lives has set before you, freeing you from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because of its weakening by the flesh, God did by sending his son Jesus in the likeness of sinful flesh to become a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. The mind governed by flesh is death, but the mind governed by spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to the law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the realm of the flesh, but you are in the realm of the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God lives in you, and if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Him. But if Christ is in you, even though your body is subject to death because of sin, the Spirit gives you life because of His righteousness. And if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of His Spirit who lives inside of you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but it is not to the flesh to live according to it. But if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if you live according to the Spirit, it misleads the body and you will have life. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you may live in fear. Rather, the Spirit you receive has brought about you through adoption and sonship to God. And we may cry to Him, saying, Abba, Father, and the Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit that we are in fact God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs to God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in these sufferings, we may also share in His glory. So I feel like this is such a powerful message to start the year off with. In my Bible, it says, has different headings, and it says a life through the Spirit, and then it starts the scripture message. So what I found so prominent about this, especially with it being a new year, is that through Christ Jesus and the sacrifice of His body, His earthly mortal body, we are able to start brand new, start digging into things in a new way. We are able to see this new beginning, much like when we were first saved, as a way for us to come back and really see what we need to do to be more like Christ. And I know that in my own journey, I have struggled to live a life of calling and purpose. I know that I gave into my fleshly desires a lot. And, you know, we're human, so even we still do, even when it's small things. But one way or the other, we are naturally sinful people. And so this is a reminder, Paul uses this analogy as a reminder of the sacrifice of Jesus. And even though, yes, we 
are naturally going, our bodies are mortal because of sin. You know, God didn't intend for us to be like this in the beginning, but as a consequence of sin, we naturally are going to face death. Our bodies are naturally going to give out as a cap on sin. But through Christ Jesus, we have eternal life. And not only that, but we can live in peace knowing that this is not the end for us and that this is not our home. So I really felt like this was a good verse, a good few verses for us to kind of reflect on as we begin the year. So to kind of break things down a little bit, I actually have a study Bible. So I'm going to share the notes that are in my Bible with you so that you can kind of take it. If you have, if you do not have a study Bible, I would highly recommend that you purchase one. I got one recently just to kind of cross verse with another Bible that I have to kind of go back and forth and see. And I love the extra stuff you get through the study Bible through biblical scholars. So I'm going to share these with you. Feel free to take notes in these. And um, I really hope that it kind of helps you understand what this scripture actually means and what we can do to apply it to our own life. So the first note that has, it says eight chapter eight, verse one, fall Paul contrasted being in the flesh with being in Christ Jesus. This passage refers to lifestyle, and being in the flesh is living according to sinful, selfish, owned one's self-desires. And then it says, being in Christ Jesus is described as a life yielded to control of the Lord's Spirit. So uh, understanding that when we live in our own way, we are living by selfish desires and selfish intention. But when we live a lifestyle that's one with God's alignment, then we are able to see a life that is controlled by God and is ultimately better for our life. So then it says, chapter 8, verses 9 through 11, the Spirit of God permanently lives in every believer at the moment the individual believes in Jesus Christ. The presence or absence of the Holy Spirit within us determines whether or not we have experienced salvation. So this kind of hit home with me because, you know, they say sometimes, I'm sorry, that's my dog. You know, they say sometimes that you can, quote, give your life over to Christ and only go to church on main holidays or you don't really experience that heart change. Max, does that make you sad? (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. She has a lot to say this morning. But um, I think that sometimes when we give our lives to Christ, we do it kind of out of obligation or even maybe fear and not necessarily the heart change and the good things that come from salvation. And I think that when it says that this scholar says, you know, you can see whether or not a physical difference between someone who has actually given their heart to Christ and someone who's just merely said the prayer. And I think through that, we are able to really understand how good God is. Because when He comes in, He does change the outcome. And He does change the the way that we are. The real heart change comes from the salvation in Jesus. And understanding where that comes from and the sacrifice that was given so that you and I could be in heaven and so that we could live eternally, which I think is super powerful. And then it says in chapter 8, verses 2 through 17, As children of God, Christians have obligations. They are obligated to not live according to the sinful and fleshly desires, but to live with designation and truth. Those who are led by Christ's Spirit are indeed God's children. 
Obedience is the test of a personal relationship with the Lord. Believers are God's children and His heirs by adoption, meaning that we are chosen, which is one of the reasons why I chose the name Crowned and Chosen for this podcast, is that we are not only just children of God, but He chose us. When we give our lives to Jesus, He is adopting us into His family, which makes us queens and princesses under the throne of God, which is so powerful. And then it continues, the adopted individual was regarded as a new person beginning a new life. Legally, the adopted one gains all of the rights of the one who is born to the family, meaning that we inherit the gift of Jesus. God's children enjoy security in their relationship with him. They also enjoy intimacy, which is why it shares Abba Father. Abba in Arab is lit, is translated to dad. This is a familiar expression of intimacy used by Jewish children to address their fathers, which is why we call Christ Jesus and God Abba Father. So what I am seeing through this is that we are given a new opportunity as children of God to be adopted into his kingdom and that our lives can be used as tools to continue to grow the kingdom so that others may be adopted into his kingdom as well. So as we conclude this, my hope is that you guys will take what we learned today and share this with someone in the new year. It is my goal always to deepen my relationship with Christ, and I hope that it is for you as well. I pray that each of you has an abundant year this year and transformation like you've never seen before. And I pray that through this you were blessed and that you may go to the Lord every day with an open hand and an open heart ready to receive whatever gift He has for you in store today. So let's conclude in prayer, and I will talk to you guys next week. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this time that we get to spend in your word. I thank you, Father, that you adopt us and have chosen us to live and reign in your kingdom forever. I pray that through your word that we are able to experience more abundant life. I pray, Father, that you use these women and these people who are listening to this podcast to go wherever they are called into the world to share the light of you and the gift of your salvation, growing the kingdom even further. And Father, I just pray that their hearts would be blessed from this time that we get to spend together. And may you completely transform the lives of those who are listening. Father, we pray in this new year that you would use us as tools to grow your kingdom and give us peace like we've never experienced before, understanding that our secure foundation is in the salvation of you and of Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. much for joining me on another episode of the crowned and chosen podcast it is my hope that wherever you are that you leave this place feeling blessed and secure in your relationship with jesus if you don't mind head over to my instagram and follow me at bailey b underscore cox where i share a lot more tips from our homestead and some more daily devotionals over there i love connecting with you guys more on social media I pray that this week that you would feel Jesus like you never have before. I hope that you all have a blessed one. See you next week.